Good evening, Bucks Nation. It's Real Bucks Talk. We are back. It is uh, a great Monday as we're coming off uh, a win, so that means it's Victory Monday. But I'm your host, Michael Plus, joined as always with Mark Ramirez, my co-host. And we also got a special guest, Gene Thomas from Buck What You Heard. Gene, man, it's it's awesome to have you on here. How's everything going, man? Man, it's going great. You guys are doing an amazing job. And I want to personally thank you for helping me to make it through this horrible off season because it just drug on and on and on and we just you know having you guys a show on rotation really helped out a lot yeah much appreciated mark how are we doing man doing good i'm still doing this uh i guess fancy football draft in hand right now so it's kind of kind of a tricky task but other than that I'm always ready to talk to buccaneer football excited for this and now we get to talk about serious business final cuts the season is Literally days away now. We're not waiting months. Mm-hmm. And like you said, it's been drug, drug out, but in a good way. Everyone got brought back. So good things to talk about. Yeah, most Absolutely. definitely. And uh, again, uh, thank you all who's uh, watching live right now. Again, presented by Bucks Report. So shout out to them. Uh, so again, we appreciate uh, everyone in the chat. Bring your questions, comments. Much appreciated. But like Mark said, we're 10 days away from uh, the first game against the Dallas Cowboys. So going to be uh pretty exciting um but yeah let's just dive into it let's get our thoughts just on the the preseason the preseason finale which is awesome because it first of all it's end of the preseason so that's always great um but gene i'll start with you just your overall thoughts of of that win and it was a pretty good execution i think for the most part yeah absolutely i i know we've been kind of downplaying the uh preseasons for basically what they are evaluation and uh, if we were to evaluate, you know, how the Bucks handled everything, Tom Brady is the consummate professional. And you cannot stop talking about Tom Brady because he continues to show why he is who he is. And uh, just, you know, the way they executed on offense was really exciting for me. Uh, the one concern I do have is the special teams. I'm just not 100% sold on special teams. I have not been. I realize that they've been playing seconds and thirds. But uh, it just remains to be seen what they're going to do on special teams. Yeah, Mark. Yeah, so I mean, what 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 big thing on special teams is it more like the return game, the, the coverage? I, I think it's like the tackling and the coverage uh, still is is very concerning to me. And um, there, are, I've I've seen players that that have made plays, but it just hasn't been on a consistent basis on any level. So. Um, I know it's it's all coachable. This is something that can be cleaned up, but it's just something that uh, I will definitely be keeping my eye out on uh, as we go into the regular season. Yeah, I mean that's something where we haven't been good in in a while. I mean, I always bring up the the, the comment where Ira Kaufman kept talking to Bruce. He's like, "Oh, the Saints and their special teams coach. What are you going to do about that?" It's I'm being sarcastic about it, but it's serious. Like. We never do well against the Saints and their special teams. It's always something that's in our face, and we don't do anything about it. So I understand what you're saying there. I think even the return game, like I think they're kind of set on Darden. I don't know if that's just by default, but yeah, I want to see him more sample size. But I guess we're going to see that in the season. But we'll see. I mean, other than that, I don't see Mickens making the team. He's probably the better pure punt returner and kick returner. So we'll, we'll see. I mean, I, I didn't see good from Keyshawn Vaughn and they're like, Oh, we just need to block better. That's part of special teams. You got to block better. Well, I mean, yeah. it's literally the only I guess downside I'll say offense, defense, they're all, they're all back. They're all shooting on 
all cylinders. I mean, we saw the um, no huddle by Tom Brady, something we've been talking about in the offseason, which is going to be fan-freaking-tastic. Can't wait for that. And the defense, I've, we've been saying too, would probably be the one that will carry this offense. It won't be the offense carrying the defense. It'll be the other way that we're around this time. Yeah, I, I agree with those sentiments. I mean, special teams is just a uh, – it's a cold sore, that's for sure. Like, it, it's been uh, – it's been pretty it's been pretty bad Uh, (laughs) that's i i couldn't have put that better myself that's what i'm that's kind of where i'm at with it too yeah it's just been it's been poor like you've had you had two block kicks um and that's not the first block kick like we've had other block kicks i mean it's absolutely pitiful yeah i'm like that (laughs) exactly exactly the great jim mora i mean it, it pretty much sucks like you know, it has to be better. The return game has just been so up and down. Uh, and then no, nothing consistent. Yeah. The coverage. Um, the only thing that's been consistent, I mean, when we do get good kicks, I mean, you know, Ryan Suckup and, and Pinion have been, for the most part, pretty good. Again, you have to give credit to Pinion because they did pin down, you know, those punts inside the 10 yard line, which was nice. Uh, but yeah, it's been um, definitely an area of improvement. But, you know, getting to the offense and the defense definitely look stronger. I mean, top to bottom, the depth, it, it looks more impressive. So you got to be happy with that. And obviously the, the no huddle, I think gave everyone, you know, goosebumps just seeing that and seeing how crisp it was moving just at a rapid pace. Like that is like new England Patriots offense that we've seen in the past with Tom Brady and, and how he just, he's on the ball, just calling all the shots and, full control and it's great to see that he knows the playbook and i feel bad for the the other 31 teams like they're they're not going to be able to handle that yeah and and we came out healthy i i I really appreciate that the bucks have come out pretty healthy through the preseason so that's definitely something to be happy about. biggest key yeah health is uh it's huge it's critical and you know Plus, something happened to your audio a little bit. Yeah, yeah. You sound like you're in a in an aquarium. I don't know. <laughs> there you go. Wait. Go ahead. Real quick, or real yep. quick, I want to shout out Bud Cannibalist in the chat and uh, Bucks Bucks time Buck time twelve. Uh, shout those guys out. Thanks a lot for for checking us out. Yeah. Plus, I guess you have the best analogies. But yeah, I guess plus is mentioning more uh, at a. Uh, <laughs> No huddle offense. Something's gonna be fantastic. You just can't cover all of our guys. Like Mm-mm. it's already been set in stone. You can't cover Mike Evans with two, and then have Chris Godwin one on one, and then you bring wide ass two, open, right? Wide Can ass. I say that. Absolutely. Go ahead, no, nonstop. But then you, you bring in Antonio Brown now for a full seventeen games instead of half of a season. And now I've been saying like, holy crap, Gronkowski had like a tryout year. Imagine if he actually brings something this year like that's in- stupid and then oj healthy i i don't there's just no way there's no way to cover all of them and then if you can interchange scotty with blowing off the top of the defense i i don't know where you're gonna we're gonna cover them i don't know who do you try to eliminate more do you try and double evans again and then let ab and chris Godwin go ape shit we'll, we'll see good luck i think it's going to be interesting to see how they uh integrate uh geo bernard into the game as well He's somebody that we really haven't talked a lot about, but he's a definite upgrade over what they had last year. So here, here's another guy that, you know, you ha- you defenses haven't 
really been able to game plan for him because they haven't seen what he's capable of doing. But I think he's going to be a big factor as well in this offense. I'm, I'm anxious to see, right? Because, I mean, there's so many running backs in that room. I mean, Rojo's clearly the better runner. We all know that. Hornet, he has a little bit of everything. He just that first five yards just doesn't look good at all. But, I mean, everyone remembers playoff Lenny, Lombardi Lenny. Let's see if that true season Lenny comes back. We'll see. I, I don't know. But Geo, hopefully just third downs. You never know. Maybe a mismatch nightmare somewhere in there, too, just when they want to play around with defenses. And like I said, I mean, if you look at what Shady McCoy did last year and then you're upgrading there, I just, like I said, I I think that you're going to get something out of him. Yeah, for sure. Um, just looking at some of the comments here, going to bring in again, appreciate you guys. Uh, the, the chat is lively. So that's very, very much, uh, appreciate and thank you. Um, but this from G Vegas talking about Joe Tryon, Shroinka. I mean, it's been, uh, he's been very impressive and guys, if you haven't checked our, our videos on him yet, be sure to do so on uh, real buck stock on, on YouTube. So there's three of them up there. Um, all of his preseason games. So yeah, he's, um, He's definitely on his way. We even got a Chiefs fan in here, which is pretty cool. He wants to see us kick the Cowboys' butts. So, I, man, I, after my own heart. Yeah. <laughs> so, and Bud Cannibalis. Yeah, I mean, special teams has to be much improved. Um, that's for sure. Um, G Vegas, what's up, man? Yeah, we'll get to Kyle Trask again. Yeah, he's um, he's another video that we got coming out soon. So he's. He's another guy that, again, no rush, no rush for him as, at all. as far as, far as <laughs> development. So, um, but yeah, I mean, and again, you guys, you mentioned it. I try, I do my best. I mean, it's like the salary cap, you know, Thanos is real, salary cap's a myth. That's that's the one I, I stick with. <laughs> that is the truth. Yeah. Uh, it's stuck in my brain, though. What? It's a cold sore. <laughs> the special teams is a cold sore. I mean, I mean you, could, you could heal it, but I don't know. It's going to take a lot of work to heal it. You know? It's a, it's a big, it's a big course. It's a big cold sore. Oh God. All right. Well, <laughs> let's continue. So actually, let's actually talk about the latest cuts, I guess. Right. So those are three big names, Tanner Hudson, Javon Hagen, and uh, D'Anthony Hamilton, right? No, Antonio Hamilton. Antonio Hamilton. Yeah. But I mean, of those three, who are you surprised by or like, ooh, someone's going to get a good player there? Go ahead, Gene. Uh, um, I don't know. I, I think like Hagen could end up back on the practice squad. Yeah. Uh, potentially. Uh, but nothing, nothing really surprised me, to be honest. And uh, I think when Bruce Arians name dropped uh, Tanner Hudson, uh, what was it after the first game about not being able to block anybody or something to that effect? Uh, I think he had to really like play out of his mind in order to make this team. And I just don't think that when you stack him up against the other uh, tight ends in the room, he just, he's, he's lacking in, in, in that field of blocking. And, and that's what this def- this offense is predicated on is uh, tight ends being able to block. So, yeah, I, I agree. I mean, looking at the cuts, I mean, nothing really surprised me. I know a couple of people in the chat were talking about, you know, Hudson, you know, being a surprise just because he is that kind of receiving tight end. And in case Cam Braid or OJ Howard go down, you know, you would like to have a, a viable option to 
you know, replace them if needed. So I, again, I can understand it from that point, but a lot of these guys, I think you'll have a good chance of putting them on the practice squad. Um, you know, I don't see them getting picked up, um, but we'll, we'll find out. I mean, we'll find out and see again, if they get picked up, I think that's a great sign that it just shows your roster is getting much better and, and deeper. I, I was surprised by Hagen. I thought he balled out and was almost worthy of that. But again, special teams. You didn't really see the name called on special teams a lot. I think uh, Jay was talking about how Jones was surprised. Probably, I, I saw you on Twitter about it. Pretty much Brits making the, making the team. I mean, he, he had more name calls on uh, special teams than, than I can remember. Even Joe Tryon had it. I know Jones got the fumble recovery on the – fumble recovery, the uh, downing the punt where his butt almost hit the – the touch the end zone, but yeah, I mean, hey, that gets it again. A loaded roster, hard to make it. I mean, that's a veteran that just lost to a rookie, pretty much. You know, and uh, KJ Britt, I, I like him a lot. Uh, I like what he did in, in special teams. He's he's hustled quite a bit away from the ball. Um, you know, we just kind of have to kind of focus in on what he's doing. But just watching him, I was really impressed with him. And I was, I, I think I asked somebody from, I either asked you or Pless. You know, if you guys think that he's going to make the team, I, I like his effort, and I think that he'll he'll factor in somewhere and uh, get some playing time. It's seventeen games; you never know mm-hmm. at some point in the season. Yeah, I mean, KJ is—I uh, mean, he's just limited athletically, but again, mm-hmm. he's uh, he's a downhill thumper kind of guy. We've seen it in the run game where you know he can make big tackles. He made the fourth down uh, stop there, so again, a good solid tackler. And you're going to need them on special teams. It'll be interesting to see if they keep five and Grant Stewart makes it. But right now, I'm leaning they're going to go with four, and uh, you know, see how that plays out. But yeah, I mean, Javon Hagen. I, I think what it came down to is Ross Cockrell being able to play safety and also play corner. So it's like versatility. Yeah, you get that roster flexibility. Um, you know, and Jay brings up a good point. It's a good sign for Jordan Whitehead. I think he's going to be healthy and ready to go. Um, so. You know, and then G Vegas Delaney. I mean, Delaney played, I think, himself into a spot just because of the picks and obviously his special teams ability and, you know, being in the right position. So just have to see how many corners are going to keep or are they going to keep six and, and roll with like three safeties or, you know, something along those lines. That'd be crazy. So, I mean, one other thing on Brit. I mean, if you guys watched our, our breakdown of Joe Tryon, Shoinka, latest one, it just shows. The, like like plus said the athletic ability it's just he doesn't have the speeds he, he has awareness he knows where to be lateral quickness and sideline to sideline sideline to sideline that Devin white levante david have he just doesn't have it like the other guys you can see immediately they're there he just a step slower i mean Devin white you don't make that guy every day that's he's insane okay so but just but I, but i will say that that kj Britt is fundamentally sound i mean yeah, if you look at much. text textbook tackling and uh, you know, playing in his assignment—that's I—I didn't see him going rogue a lot or anything. You know, I thought he he pretty much handled what they threw at him pretty well. I mean, I kind of compared him to like Kendall Beckwith back at yeah. like when recently drafted him. We were like, oh, big dude's not the fastest. How's he going to cover someone? What's going to go on? And then his one year was prime, freaking amazing. I couldn't believe it. And could this be what Jason Light saw in K- KJ Britt? But also, I wanted to other, add another point about Ross Cockrell. So he's going to be our fourth safety, you think? And then what? Fourth corner? 
Yeah, I mean, it, it looks it looks right. that way. I think he's going to be, you know, that just yeah flexible guy. If probably going to be more of a corner than I think safety. They'll they'll utilize him at safety if something happens to the top three, but most likely going to play you know that corner versatility kind of role where he can go inside or outside, and then you know play more so on special teams. That's going to you know that's where they need the most help, obviously, with what I said earlier. <laughs> Absolutely. That's crazy. I mean, still only carrying three safeties. That's crazy, especially with uh, Whitehead's shoulder. Yeah, and and the injuries that we've seen over the past three season seasons in the secondary uh, is it's baffling to me because normally they load up where they've had injuries at uh, the the year the next year. I've noticed that with Jason Light uh, when it was wide receiver, they loaded up on wide receivers, so on and so on down the road. But mm-hmm. just to this is. Uh, they've got a lot of faith in those guys and, you know, I trust the system and I trust the process. So let's go. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of comments about, uh, Ronald Jones. Uh, again, I know shifting gears back over to the, uh, offense, but it was nice to see Rojo play with some confidence, um, especially on that, that second drive or the third drive, you know, after we scored, you know, the no huddle and then kind of mixed it up and showing the run game as well. And, Rojo just runs so damn hard. Like the guy is just. Uh, um, I'm very bullish on on Rojo, and I have been. Uh, had he not gotten injured, he's he's a Bucks first thousand yard rusher, and I don't know how long. So, um, yeah. I think it's just unforeseen occurrences happen, but I think he'll be just fine. I mean, Rojo has his role. I mean, I I think yeah. he's clear one, but I mean, let, let's see what they do. I mean, we're still going to be a passing team. I think. I think. VA says, oh, we, we work off the run. Brady's going to make the decisions, put it that way. Yeah. Let, let, me, let me say this real quick. I, I know a lot of people are talking about who's going to be your number one running back, who's going to be number two. They're both going to get their turns. you got 17 games in the season. And, uh, you know, between now and then, your guy, whoever, whether it's Rojo or whether it's uh, or Leonard Fournette, you're going to see your guy on the field. Trust me. Yeah, yeah, I mean it. It's it's a long season. I mean, Leonard Fournette, Rojo, Gio Bernard, they're all going to get work. Um, Keyshawn Vaughn might get some work. It just depends on whose dresses. I mean, um, Keyshawn Vaughn, I could go into a little bit more. That's like a that's a longer story. It's just I was I was kind of disappointed with his preseason. Uh, kind of hyped him up in the offseason. I thought he was going to show out a little bit better, but I'm kind of iffy on that one. Again, playing with guys that are not going to be on the team so that doesn't help but no but bring that up i mean because technically that is a a fourth running back spot right i mean that it's a lot of spots where there's not many where they can be like oh we can just hold a bunch over here considering you just have two or three guys you can just rotating in then you have a fourth guy that you have to have a roster spot for that just fumbled how many times in two games but he's a good gunner he supposedly can run well behind a poorly blocked special teams kick return unit. I, I don't know. I mean, this it's it's like they're trying to sell you on Vaughn, but he's not performing up to snuff. I mean, yeah, I agree. Besides that Lions game last year, you, you want him to be good. I'm going to say this in in his defense. This is this is what year two right here. Right. Yeah. Um, I just I, I want to see him develop, you know, and and see what see what he does because. Um, I think he could be the future. I mean, not not with the way he's been playing recently, but you know, as the season progresses, he he could be that guy that just kind of turns it on later on in the season. It may take more reps for him to get there. 
Uh, that's funny. Yeah, start calling him a sneak and he'll approve. <laughs> that's a that's a that's a good one. Um, yeah, personally, I I just don't see I just don't see the athleticism there. There's like no juice to his his runs, and that was a concern coming out of the draft. Like he just doesn't have that gear um, that you need in this league because the holes close very quickly. You know, Rojo has it. Like we see that he, he can get to the hole very quickly, and that's what makes him special as a runner. Um, and Keyshawn really just hasn't been able to find that extra niche to, to separate himself. Like there's just nothing he has that is elite, um, or good right now. And that's, that's the problem I see. So I wouldn't be surprised if they try to upgrade that position and, you know, look at the waiver wire and see if they can, you know, upgrade that four spot if they want to keep four running backs. Um, again, it'll be interesting. True. So I'm not going to jump ship just yet. He was still a third round pick. He's under contract, so he's under. Yeah, Ed, to me, yeah, he's not performing, so I'm upset with him. But still, like the second year, like Gene said, he has shown hands before. Some of these drops that he had last year in fumbles, they, they gotta go away. Maybe he was pressing a little bit in preseason to show, oh, I've dropped some weight. I'm ready to be prime for a big improvement. I worked out with Tom Brady in the offseason. I'm ready. Mm-hmm. Maybe he was pressing. I don't, I don't know, but when he gets his opportunity you got to shine and that it's not a time to shine during those preseason games it's kind of crazy yeah. yeah get to a question here by danny Danello. uh danny it's good to see you in the chat um the nfl uh they're going to keep the practice squad at 16 players so it's pretty much the same as last year uh with covid and everything so pretty much the same rules apply uh but that's a great question and that'll be something that we'll see play out wednesday when they're able to put those practice squad together and most likely you'll see a lot of the guys come back that get released um to the practice squad so when it's surprised we have you know tanner hudson javon hagan all those guys they probably come back i i'm sure of it yeah i'm, I'm i think someone gets taken i mean tanner hudson's been we kind of held him last year just so he didn't get taken i can see him get taken or javon hagan based off his massive preseason he had i wouldn't see why someone that does need a safety wouldn't take him I, mean, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just higher on them than those teams. Yeah. Um, and Dominican Sue is good. Good to go. So he'll be back. What, but, was he on your COVID list? Yep. Yeah, he was on the COVID list uh, alongside, uh, obviously, Ryan Suckup. And, filthy Titans. Yeah. <laughs> and there was, um, there was a couple others that were on the COVID. But everyone else, I mean, they're all going to be good to go. So we should be fine there. I think it was Earl Watford um, yeah. and, and another guy. Nick so, Leverett. Yeah, Nick Leverett. So, See if he makes a team. Yeah. <laughs> Time will tell. Yeah, Danny oh, Danny agrees with you, Mark. But I don't know. We'll see. I just – I think, again, he's another player that's very limited, um, you know, and what he can do. Well, here's something. So I know we're kind of jumping around in this preseason game. Robert Hainsey, first view on him. Yeah. Uh, butt fumble. Um, not really just a bad snap, but I mean, what do you think about the limited snaps you saw of him? I mean, that, again, first time, maybe. Too early to tell for me. Got on there, but damn, not a good showing. Uh, I, I thought he did well as far as blocking. I thought his blocking was okay. Um, I didn't see any like, you know, stuff come right up the middle. Uh, it seemed like he was doing a good job pass protection, but yeah, I mean, snaps, I, that was going to be a problem. Again, it's his first time at center. Um, 
you know, he'll, he'll get better with that. Again, he's another guy that's, they're going to take their sweet time developing. Right. Um, you know, he's not going to be on the field unless you have massive injuries. Again, he's not even the backup. He's not even the backup center right now. He'll, he'll be the guy down the totem pole. It's going to be Ali Marpet if something happens to Ryan Jensen. You think so? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Coach, coach has already talked about that and, and confirmed it. Yeah. Cause based off that performance, yeah, I could see why you did that. Yeah. <laughs> Plus they, they also have Aaron Stinney who they would probably go to next if, if they had a, you know, more injuries. Hmm. That's, that's questionable. Let's hope that not. Questionable. I have my fingers crossed on that. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Let us hope not. Yeah. Stay healthy. You know, keep that five in there and let's rock and roll. And that's speaking of O line though, that's something we've always talked about for years. I feel like for the Bucks, but well, we also got to give and take. We have this many damn weapons, this many good players on defense now. Where are you not going to be great at? And you got to find somewhere. I mean, maybe it's the O line, maybe it's special teams, uh, coverage units. Right? So maybe that's part of the cold sore, right? But the thing <laughs> is, that right guard position, it's a little, it's better with Alex Kappa. It's not an open door like what it, what it was with Beninock. But, I mean, if one of them goes down, it is scary what, what happens. And I think we just got really lucky in that Super Bowl with Stinney filling in because he, he didn't look well in preseason. So, I don't know. It, the lack of depth in the offensive line showed clearly all th- through preseason. Yeah. Play. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's tough because of, you know, just roster construction, the salary cap. Yeah. And, you know. I thought it, said it's not real. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. I well, mean, it, go ahead, Jim. Oh no, I was I was just gonna say uh, it, it's that cohesiveness that we've talked about. We saw that offensive line come together as the year progressed last year. Um, you've got some pieces that in preseason again. You kind of have to look at each individual player. What are their tendencies? What are their habits? How are they doing with certain plays? And and see how they're going to fit in if their their numbers called to come in and. Um, fill an injury or, you know, give somebody a rest. So it's, it's more or less getting those guys in there that can come in and, and not be the weak link in the chain, so to speak. <laughs> There's some funny, funny uh, stuff here in the chat. Um, yeah. Experience center. Um, but this was a qu- qu- uh, comment. That's <laughs> funny. Uh, yeah. Tom Brady was, making, <laughs> he, he was, he was making everybody excited. So yeah, um, reminiscent of San Diego last year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was great. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's tough to have depth everywhere. Again, that's why it just comes down to drafting well, and you got to develop these guys. You got to hope they just continue to get better. You know, you hope Robert Hainsey is one of your key depth pieces down the road. Uh, same thing with Aaron Stinney. Same thing with like a Josh Wells, even though he's a little bit more established. Um, I think Josh is, is fine at left tackle. They were kind of moving him around uh, because of Brad Seaton just was not good. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So, you know, there is a lot of weak, you know, there's one weak link on the second and third lines. And usually mm. that shows, you know, yeah. you just, you can't have that, you know, because it will get painful. Ex- yeah. It'll get exploited. Um, so again, the, the key is that starting five, let's stay healthy um, because they are damn good when they're out there. I think it's a good unit and it, it should be better because Tom's going to be getting rid of that ball so quickly as we saw, you know, against Houston, he he's not going to hold it very long. And that really makes your offensive line shine when you can make those quick decisions and get the ball out. Um, somebody mentioned uh, OJ Howard a little bit earlier in the chat. 
And um, I, I think he's going to be just fine. Uh, I think he'll get his football legs under him and he'll be just fine this season <laughs> as long as he could stay healthy. Um, I don't see a problem with, with him. I just, like I said, I want to see what he can do for a full season. And, you know, if the football gods could grant me that wish, I just want to see what his potential could have been, you know, or, you know, what, what, what he can do with a full season under his belt. Oh, we all, we all want that. I mean, yeah. OJ has shown so many times where he can just catch a ball and just run it down the sideline yeah. with ease and just see yeah. people chasing after him and can't get him. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I want that. I know probably every Buck fan wants that and to see that with Gronk and 12, 13 personnels. It's so crazy how multiple the, the offense can be and how many ways it can win. Like, mm-hmm. so a wide receiver does go down. Okay, you have multiple other ones. If it's a, a, guy, a team where you need to do ground and pound, you can do that and then – Oh, you got three blockers in there. Now play action. And you got all three of them wide the hell open. So it's it's crazy. The yeah, ability this offense has. There's, oh, that yeah. again, there's that phrase, wide ass open, right there again, <laughs> baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that is uh that's gonna be the trademark uh this season for sure. Uh because I mean you you look at the offense and you could say the same thing on defense of of what the options it presents, the flexibility, the the just the presentation of how we can dissect and, you know, capitalize against these other teams because you have a great leader on both sides of the ball, whether it be uh, Tom Brady or Devin White. So, you know, you have those guys in place to do so many different things with your offense or defense schematically. It, it really puts you at an advantage uh, every week. And that's, it's a sight to behold. Yeah, Absolutely. So, 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 so Andrew Zin- I know it's kind of hard to pronounce the last Zinass. Mm-hmm. No huddle, hey guys. Uh, that's actually Jack Trudel changing. So y'all in the chat know who it is. Awesome, love the man. And yes, that no huddle was insane. But hello, my man. Go ahead. Sorry, I interrupted. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's. I was just going to comment on that no huddle. I mean, you just can't stop looking at that. That was surgical and Antonio Brown playing out of his mind right now. And that's just a preseason game. And, and I think that's just a sample size of what we, what Bucks fans can look forward to this season. I mean, he's got his football legs under him now and I think he's ready to roll. And, and he's somebody that really didn't get talked about like Godwin and and Evans and Scotty, but I think he's going to have a huge impact on this offense. Yeah, no, no question. I mean, you have all this versatility where, again, OJ, Gronk, uh, Cameron Bray, and then your receiving core where you can just mix and match guys, um, not to mention the running game if it is effective with Rojo and Leonard Fournette. You you throw in the play-action game, which we've seen can be so dynamic and effective. So I think that that is critical. Uh, but with that said, guys, so far, again, we appreciate all the comments and uh, questions. Uh, you know, we went over the offense, went over some defense and just our thoughts from the game. Obviously the big hitters were, you know, no huddle and the just electrifying play of Joe Tryon on as he continues to shine as a rookie, uh, very impressive. And, you know, just the execution I thought was really good, but again, we have over 30 people in here. We appreciate if you can hit that uh, like button. Uh, down below also hit uh, subscribe if you haven't subscribed to real bucks talk please, please do so also subscribe to buck what you heard 
Again, he's on uh, Wednesdays and Fridays, uh, 7 p.m. So please, you know, help out, help out and uh, support the channel. Much appreciated. Absolutely. There you go. Actually, plus I brought up a graphic if you can bring that up. Yep. So this is the stats of the game. Talking about Keyshawn Vaughn, 15 carries, 29 yards, 1.9 yards per, per attempt. That's dumb. And then look at the fumbles. Yeah, we'll talk about trash too, but yeah, fumble, didn't lose it, but that, that bad performance. <laughs> Let's put it that way. And then Antonio Brown, he better do damn good because I just picked him up on my fantasy football team. So <laughs> that said, do you want to jump on Kyle Trask and how he performed? The numbers look good, but what, what did we see? We'll talk mm. a little bit about it before we divulge in our film study later later this week. Yeah, I mean, Kyle, I, I thought, you know, I thought Kyle looked uh, pretty good. Most comfortable, that's for sure. Um, Gene, I'll let you touch more on it. What do you think of Kyle? Um, I like his decision-making. That's the, the main thing that I looked at. Uh, he didn't hold on to the ball a lot. Uh, I think, you know, in our PTSD and our past experiences with quarterbacks <laughs> that, that tend to hold on to the ball a lot, that's something – it's a factor you look at because it just stand, it just jumps off the page at you. And just watching him and how, watching him actually read a defense, and uh, it, it was just – I think he's progressing just fine. The fact that he's going to get to sit and learn behind uh, Tom Brady and, and, you know, Blaine Gabbard is, is just excellent. That really puts him in a good position for next year. I have no interest in talking about what he's going to do this year. I'd rather for him to sit and learn and be ready for next year. Uh, you better, you better check your, check your sheet. <laughs> <laughs> Had to, but uh, yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll talk more trash later in the week with his film study. But like, mm. to me, I, I agree with you. Sit, learn. Literally, Brady's in your room. You can ask him any question possible. Please go train and work out with him. That's all I'm going to say. Like, the footwork needs to be fixed. It just does. But the biggest thing is, like you said, decision-making, reading the defense, making calls at the line, stuff you saw in this preseason game. It's like, holy hell, he's he's moving things around already. Like, this is really good to see. Absolutely. Like that. That's the that's the big thing right there. You, you, you I was happy to see that, uh, regardless of, of how the rest of the game right. went, just for him to be able to do that. I mean, these are the market. When I talk about market improvement, that's what you, you want to see from a rookie and – um, again, like you said, the footwork, that's all coachable. That's something that he can definitely improve on. And, and those are expectations that I have that he will improve on that stuff. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we'll take it. If we can go to his numbers there, you look at it 12 of 14, you know, 146, one touchdown. Again, he did have a couple of sacks that you'd like to see him speed up the process again, a fumble as well. Uh, but again, I think that just comes down to getting more comfortable, understanding where he needs to go with the football, uh, and again, that will be shown in our film study, which will likely come out probably, um, I want to say probably Wednesday or Thursday, we're going to have it um, out for you guys. So be on the look for that and uh, more great content that we got on the way that we haven't even rolled out yet. But, um, you know, again, he's he's young, man. He, yeah. He's going to continue to grow, continue to develop. He's in a great situation, probably the best situation of a lot of the rookie quarterbacks again obviously you have the high talented ones that are going to probably play um you look at trevor lawrence and man i feel sorry for him i feel sorry because of the offensive line like he's going behind and then you look at um zach wilson in new york and you know all these other guys trey lance justin fields 
So uh, I got to ask you, uh, Jones. I got to ask you real quick, Trevor Lawrence or Joe Burrow, who had the worst situation coming out of college, in your <sighs> opinion? Uh, that's tough. Mark, I'll let you take it. The Jags O-line isn't that bad. I mean, I think you say it's bad. It's not terrible. I thought Cincinnati's was downright shit. It was, it was god-awful. I mean, and Burrow's <laughs> making some incredible throws, and then now his ACL happens. Let's, they say he's not. He's getting gun-shy almost. I mean, it, that was just bad. Okay, so it battle, and then Joe Mixon goes down, so it's literally all on, on Joe Burrow's arm, and he tried to do too much, and look what happened. Yeah, yeah I think, honestly, it was Joe Burrow. Let's see. I, I think he – the crap on training camp is he's just testing things. Hey, I loved him coming out. I hope he can get healthy and succeed moving forward. But Trevor Lawrence is another freak. I mean, some of the throws I saw is his preseason game. Ridiculous. Well, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, he has yeah. weapons. He has some weapons there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he does. I mean, it'll, it'll be interesting. I think both are in a tough situation because of the coaching staff that they're surrounded by. And then also, you know, some of the young talent that they're trying to grow. So it'll, it'll be definitely a, uh, a process. So, <laughs> um, obviously, you know, Bucks fans, not, they're not, thrilled. <laughs> they're like, let's move on guys. Um, there's a great question by, uh, storytelling, um, going to keep seven receivers. And I, I think this was something we were touching on earlier. I, I think it's a possibility. They could go Jaden Mickens, um, as that seventh guy, just to start the season as Darden comes along. Um, and, and maybe use him as a return guy just to just to see how it plays out. Plus, Mickens is pretty good as a gunner um, on special teams. I'll bring up the depth chart right there. Yep. There you go. Yep, there he is. So we're talking the seven. For damn sure, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Antonio Brown. There's a three. And you got four with Scotty Miller. Five, Tyler Johnson. Six, you're assuming Jalen Darden just because – High draft pick you traded for. Not high, but he's there. So, seven? Who, who do you think? Jaden Mickens, just because of his return game? Hell, what about Justin Watson? <laughs> well, Watson's on the PUP, and I think he'll probably end up on injury reserve. But, Gene, I'll let you just touch on this. What do you think of Jaden Mickens? I don't know. What's the story on his legal situation? Did that all get, like, watched? Yeah, we or- have... We haven't heard anything on it, so yeah, that's a good point. Um, and and that's the only thing that kind of hangs to me that hangs over his head. Um, I I could definitely see him making the team, uh, but uh, again, I don't know what the what his legal situation is. I haven't heard anything else about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the way Bruce was talking the other day, it seems like it's definitely a possibility that they go with seven receivers, and it kind of makes sense because of what they did with Tanner Hudson. So you drop that tight end. You only carry three tight ends now. You have an extra spot on offense for seven receivers. Uh, so, yeah, it definitely seems like that could be the case. Um, but, again, we'll find out tomorrow as all the rest of the cuts will be made. I truly hope not. <laughs> truly hope not. Yeah, I, I want to see Darden in that role. I want to see him grow grow as the return guy and and see what happens. Because, again, you put him back there. He's a, he's a dude that he can make things happen if he, yeah. if he figures it out. Yeah. I mean, with with Mickens, just his decision making when he's running the ball. I mean, on kick return, it just I kind of scratch my head sometimes that he, he he's like gets indecisive when he he doesn't like just say, OK, this is the way I'm going. I'm going to run this way. 
Um, I just see a lot of stutter steps uh, and it just indecisiveness from him. And I don't know. I figured he would have gotten out of that, but we continue to see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of people in the chat are talking about Mickens, um, you know, thinking if we can fit him in. So. He's and then a you... better punt returner. I'll be honest with that. He is hmm. – Darden showed a little bit, but, yeah, small sample size. You'd want that. We just didn't have a large mm-hmm. yeah. variety of that in college either. So, you know, you just don't know. Yeah, Jay, Jay is right. We need to see a lot of bullets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. And and Danny actually, you know, brings up the point about the special teams coach. Like, is he is he on the hot seat? I mean, if the special teams performance keeps the way it is, I mean, you got to look at a different direction. But again, right. Bruce Arians is so loyal with his his guys. Um, but again, that's only to a point where you know sometimes you just so got to make. So you think the, it's the the quality of players, or is it the what what is it that that causes the bucks to struggle struggle with this i mean it it looks like a lack of just communication to be honest um so i mean that that's the biggest thing like it just looks like people are not in sync with what they're being asked to do totally get that super stickers down there yeah thank you Andrew. yeah much appreciated man hell yeah hail to the air um so wait, we're talking what? Our returner? Well, just special teams and like the yeah. coaching. Oh. Like, so yeah, this is my take on that. So a lot of this is you got to be able to beat the man in front of you and go. Do we have that? I, I don't know, especially the gunners. Ryan Smith had it. It was a guy that could do it consistently. Is it any question that he was the best guy on our special teams? Literally week in, week out? No, he was the guy. Is yeah. it? It probably is. It's these guys not understanding what it, what special teams is. They're not taking it very seriously, maybe. But I mean, you just you got to be. This is the assignment you have. You're not, you're going to make the team. You got to make it in this way. Ryan Smith literally dedicated himself to doing that. Clearly, and look how he performed. I, I don't think it's just run fast, hit hard. You got to be able to master your craft at a gunner position, and he did that well. Do we have that on this team? I don't know. I think that's what they were trying to figure out. But I think Britt is an improvement. I think uh, Joe Tryon, Shoenka is going to be involved in that as well. And they both showed that they can run down the field and make tackles. So I think it's improved. It's just the gunner situation. And then obviously returner. But who's going to win the gunner positions? No one knows. No one clearly knows, right? Yeah. Nobody just outright took that, came in and, and took that position. So it remains to be seen. Yeah, mo- most definitely. I mean, it's whew, it's just tough to watch sometimes. Um, so and, yeah, and this is where you're. This is where you're on the edge of your seat. As soon as the play starts, you're on the edge of your seat, hoping there's a stop or hoping that somebody breaks a big a big run. But um, again, it just it, there's nothing consistent to kind of relax and say, "Oh, they've got this." Mm-hmm. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Uh, and you know, a lot of people in chat are agreeing as well so special teams not being held accountable yeah i mean hopefully it it gets worked out and and the big thing is now they're going into is into the week one game against the cowboys where they can game plan and hopefully get a better understanding of what needs to be done as far as coverage and getting those things corrected i mean the kicking game has been bad just because of the kicker missed yeah right or and then when he did they they lined up incorrectly that that's coaching fall there yeah. But, uh, I mean, during the season, 
special teams actually kicking games has been great just because of suck up changing everything. That's just a player making kicks. We're talking coverage team. I mean, that that's always been piss poor. Yeah. And so let's see who fills that gap. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, just kick on kickoffs, just kick it out of, uh, out of the end zone. <laughs> yep. <for> yeah. <laughs> Well, not out of bounds, but kick it to oh, you know, for kick it for touchbacks, and and that's usually what Bradley Pinion does. I think uh, most of the kickoffs this preseason, obviously, he was kicking it short because he wants to see, you know, the coaches want to see the coverage. So hopefully, he just kicks it, you know, touchback, and then we don't have to worry about it. And then just block, you know, block somebody on on the return game. That's for sure. Well, the, speaking of Delaney, I mean, he had those two interceptions, but do you think he wins a gunner position? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. he, he was out there as a gunner and obviously he was, he was shining. Um, you know, I think he's definitely worked his way. Yeah. Worked his way towards a roster spot, but it'll be interesting to see who they keep as far as those guys, Herb Miller, Delaney, um, a couple of the other guys, Chris Cooper. Well, we'll just have to see. Yeah, Cause that secondary room, I mean, it was very competitive Antonio Hamilton was he made some plays this preseason. I mean, like you said, Ross Cockrell, just based off his ability to play multiple positions, probably helps. But Herb Miller had an interception that game. Delaney had two. Chris Cooper had the amazing play on special teams. So, I mean, that, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough to see who, who wins that gunner position. I, I I know B.A. mentioned Sean Vaughn did well there. I don't remember seeing him once doing well there. <laughs> I'm just being flat out awesome, honest. I, I don't remember at all. Am I seeing something wrong? Ooh. Yeah, yeah, not at all, not at all. There, nothing flashed off the page to me either. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, a lot of talk about the special teams. Obviously, that's that's a big concern going into the season. Is there any other concerns that we're looking at, whether it be offense or defense, that could be a potential worry going into the regular season, Gene? Uh actually no everything that i've seen is is coachable and so i mean it's not like you don't physically have the players to do it it's just getting those players mentally ready to go out there and do what they need to do uh i'm i'm good with where they're at and uh let's let's roll and see what they do yeah mark areas of weakness i mean i thought the biggest thing was do they go back to the old ba offense seeing that is that a possibility (laughs) <laughs> it, 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 honestly, to me, it was, it was a fear because of that, the switch and how kind of conceited they were with you it. Just, you just kind of raised my blood pressure a little bit just thinking <laughs> about that. I didn't even think about that. No, I mean, it is. But then, like, because Danny Danello always brings that up. So, like, I was like, it's possible. I mean, anything's possible. But then, to me, seeing that no huddle and Brady taking total control, saying, oh, no, this is what's going to happen. You go there. I see this. Boom, we're going. I think he can do that at the snap of a finger and it can be Brady's offense whenever he wants it to be. So I think the transition of, of getting things to move fast, then slowing it down with the running game. I think like maybe they, they, they stop doing motion and go back to if I think if we see that, then, then we can hit the panic button. Maybe you guys, what do you think? I mean, seeing motion. Yeah. Motion is definitely, um, you know, indicator, you know, the use of play action, uh, obviously max protection. I, I think they've understand, like, if they give Tom Brady time, it, it's obviously a big play waiting to happen. Uh, 
So they're going to emphasize max protection, whether it's keeping in, you know, five to seven blockers at a time or even eight blockers at a time. Uh, you know, the, the play to Chris Godwin where he goes over the middle in the slot, you know, that big play that he, he had yeah. last week and then he got the, the big hit on him. That play right there is a bread and butter play where it's play action, it's max protection. You have eight guys in blocking, and you basically have two vertical routes on the outside. And then Chris Godwin has the ability to either do a post or he can cut it across where he flattens out the route, like you saw, uh, where he cuts the face of the defender and drags it across. So, again, th those kind of plays is a big indicator that, okay, they're running the right things uh, for Tom Brady. Uh, and motion is definitely huge because Tom, it, he lives by motion. Like it right. just makes it easier for him to identify the defense, whether they're in man or zone coverage. Uh, so yeah, that's definitely a, a big component. You know, I've, I've always wondered why they were so insistent on not using motion. I, we could, because I know you guys have talked about games last year where they just weren't doing it. And I, I, I'm trying to understand the scheme that they were trying to run and, and how, how you could actually make it work without motion. Yeah. I mean, at least a little bit. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's going to be involved. I, I think it's, it has to be. Yeah. I think, I think uh, left, which is just being sarcastic and just joking during his press conference. Cause everyone talked about that with him and how yeah. every I week think that was funny. <laughs> Neither did I. I, I kind of got. No I kind of got in my feelings a little bit when he said no motion. I was like, "Oh, really?" Yeah, that raised my blood pressure. So, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Um, yeah, it, 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 it's going to be different. I think obviously it's going to mix. It's going to be a mixture of Tom and, and Leftwich and how they want to run things. Uh, I mean, obviously, I think the quick game that's going to be the biggest adjustment. The quick passing game is, is going to be huge because we right. saw it in that no huddle where spread people out and Tom just picks you apart um, hitting just quick five yarders, whether it be to, you know, AB Leonard Fournette, OJ, et cetera. It's just, you can't stop them because the field is, it's just too much for this defense to, to cover. It was a thing of beauty, but uh, pushing to the defense, like the only area where you have, con I don't know if it's concerned. It's just more. I want to see them show out. is obviously the secondary secondary. I want to see Antoine Winfield go crazy. I want to see SMB healthy and picking balls off that I know he can. Jumping routes. That front seven, we all know, is disgusting. If that works in marriage with that secondary, look the hell out. I mean, it's going to be a dangerous defense, and good luck. I mean, good luck on both sides. Can you stop us, and can you even go and score against us? They did. The first team did well all preseason, but they're only out there, what, one drive? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, go ahead, and they, they have to get out. They have to get out fast. They have to start out fast. Um, historically, the secondary has always started out slow and they played slow for the majority of the games. I think it's just been the last couple of games, a couple of years, excuse me, that we've seen them to where they've, you know, responded. And now they've in a position where you win the Super Bowl. You got to come back strong the next year, starting out this year and start out fast. That's important to, to you know, kind of pick up where you left off. Mm -hmm. Yeah, secondary, and man, you talk about a, a week one test against C.D. Lamb, Amari Cooper, and Michael Gallup. Uh, yeah, they're going to get tested right away, so it's going to be very important that they're on their keys and they're ready to roll. But 
like Mark said, that front seven is too deep and it's it's really nice to have where you can just rotate guys in and out and come after Dak Prescott and company all game. Uh, it's going to be very critical. Uh, we talked about Joe Tryon showing Inca so much. I mean, we forget about Jason Pierre-Paul and Shaq Barrett. Like they just haven't showed anything this preseason because I think they they don't want to show their cards. Like they're ready for that week one. They're both healthy. JPP is healthy. That's scary. Like he hasn't been healthy in a long time, and now he's he's a hundred percent ready to go. And what do they have to prove? I mean, they they have yeah. No, I agree. Behind their name, they've proven it. They've made Pro Bowls. They've won, they've all won Super Bowls now. Uh, yep. So there's nothing for them to prove in preseason. They're ready for the games and start putting more numbers to that name, right? So yeah, it's going to be I mean, even Will Golson improves every damn year. Anthony Nelson dropping back yeah. in coverage. We, we didn't name quietly, right? I mean, but I mean, I don't expect him to get after the quarterback, but I expect him to stop the run, fill his gaps, and then when he's when he's asked to drop back, fill fill your assignment. That's all you gotta do. Yep, mm-hmm. that's it. Yes, that's all it is. And right. I think if they play that way and the secondary does anything, it's disgusting how good full size of the ball can be, and it's, it's not being talked about that much, honestly. Yeah, I mean, you you look at obviously. Uh, you know, people in the chat talking about, um, here it is, Bucks time 12, you know, Sue and Vita, those guys are are critical. I mean, obviously having a healthy Vita Vea, that's going to be so awesome to see. Uh, and a Dominican Sue next to him, you know, you're playing the Cowboys going up against some guards. Obviously, Zach Martin's really good, but you look at their center and guard, a little bit smaller than, you know, the normal size offensive lineman. Mm-hmm. you know Vita can take advantage of those guys and, and push he's going to be able to get some push there obviously he gets pushed against anybody because he's so damn strong uh and you look at you know and Dominic Sue he does he just does his job but Gene I wanted to get your thoughts on um Patrick O'Connor what do you think of him man he is just coming on very you know strong. Uh, unsung hero in the preseason um uh, he just quietly gets better and better him and um, I, I've, I've felt that way about Nacho for years, but him especially, from where he started to where he is now, just light years difference in, in how he's playing. And I expect him to be a difference maker as well on that line. Um, he's part of depth. When you talk about depth, you have to mention his name as well. And I just looked at him, cons- what he did consistently in the preseason, and I was, you know, I was very happy with his work. And I'm, I'm ready to see what he does, uh, you know, coming in 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 uh spells where he's resting resting players and and just getting actually just getting in certain packages and getting to play that, that's so, where I hope they they hold players not wide receivers your d line is loaded right now with so many depth behind them like you just mentioned Khalil Davis Pat O'Connor guy played disgusting I mean you yeah. let him someone's picking his ass up I'm just being honest right. with you mm-hmm. And, I mean, then Nacho, it's three defensive tackles right there. You have back, back, back. Like, that's yeah. behind Vea and Dominican Sue. Jeez. Right. Yeah. It, because it, it people, lo- real quick, people were complaining about these games. And those guys were out there, like, on an island, I want to say on an island, but they were playing with a bunch of guys that were not going to make this team. But they were out there playing and they were still making plays. Now, what you have to factor in is these guys are going to be coming in and playing with players better than what you saw in preseason. And yeah. I think that's where where you have to really factor in how what kind of impact they're going to have. 
I I am happy with uh, the guys that they have. You know, Jeremiah Ledbetter, um, Khalil Davis, uh, O'Connor. These guys have gotten better in the offseason. They haven't just like rested on their laurels and said, okay, this is what I'm going to do. They've continuously elevated their game. And you can see that in the preseason. And I'm not just saying this because it's preseason. You look at them consistently throughout the games that we've seen. They've consistently made plays and they've consistently uh, handled what their assignments were. So I'm looking forward to them. Yeah, I mean, you look at Steve McClendon, like he's a guy that could get cut tomorrow because it's just like hard to believe, isn't it? It's it's so deep. And I think it's the elevation of the guys we we mentioned, Um, Patrick O'Connor, Khalil Davis. Uh, That's a joke again. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, geez, he said it. You really said it. Yeah. <laughs> He's a mess. Yeah, it's, it's it's a mess. It's a mess tonight. But anyway, uh Kilo Davis, I mean, you look at uh Jeremiah Ledbetter, you know, these guys, I mean, the way they're playing, Steve McClendon's, I mean, probably going to be on the way out cuz he didn't play at all on Saturday. So, uh, you got to be happy with just the the depth that they have at that position, you know, do they keep mm-hmm. six or seven, you know, right now they might have to keep seven because of Ledbetter, just the way he played. So very interesting. Right, that's just a loaded roster. That's where I'm like, I, yeah. why keep Jaden Mickens when these guys are playing, performing and like literally yeah. Ledbetter is an anchor and look where he is on this line. It's right. crazy, crazy to think. Yeah, because if you go down that list, you have, you know, obviously Sue, Vitavea, Golson, so that's three. Patrick O'Connor, Nacho, that's five. And then Khalil Davis, I'd give you six. So, yeah, it, it comes down to Ledbetter or McClendon, and I, I think they're going to go with Ledbetter just because of the upside. I think they really like him. Unless they, they feel they can get Ledbetter on the practice squad, which, you know, they he have. Last. He won't last. I, they I, do. Don't think, I don't think so. Just the way he's continued to play, especially against the run. Uh, he's a solid player, uh, and he's young. So, yeah. Crazy. And Pat O'Connor, big special teams player again. So, he's he's staying for that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling this, man. Yeah. I mean, and just, you know, talking about the concerns, I mean, yeah. I mean, secondary on defense, obviously – you know, always the concern is injuries. You know, that's just, that's the thing you have to stay away with from. But so, yeah, I mean, overall offense, it's just don't get in your own way. And then defensively, you know, just try to be consistent with that secondary and, and be consistent up front with your pressure. That'll be the biggest thing. Absolutely. Wholeheartedly agree, Plus. <laughs> but, but yeah, man, we, we've all, we're, about an hour now. Uh, again, Gene, thank you so much for for joining us. It's always awesome having you on, man. Bro, you guys man. are family, man. We we've, we've yes. been doing this for how long since? God, I you, don't even remember. Yeah, you got us in this, man. You started the yeah. you started it, and uh, we're much appreciative of you and the work you do at Bucks. Buck, what you heard is is awesome. So, you guys, you know, you're always welcome. Like I said, you're once you come on, you're a friend of the show. You guys are family. You're always. Hey, I want to jump on. Just let me know. I'll shoot you the link and you can get on. Mm-hmm. Bunch yeah, of time man. 12. What's up? Uh, but yeah, I, I love the community. I love the podcast community. And uh, I, I appreciate you guys. And I, there's a lot of good content out there. And I love that we can all work together. 
Yeah, most definitely. And now we can go to games and enjoy together. Yeah. Someone asked if we're going to the game or taking the day off on Friday. I can't. I'm working. (laughs) I don't know if plus. I'll I'll be be out. Either way, crazy. I'll be on a flight to Vegas on the day after. So for a bachelor party, that should be wild. But uh, (laughs) I'm I'm saving my PTO for November. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, actually, <laughs> I'll be seeing I'll be seeing Gene in November, so that should be fun. Yeah, um, gonna have a blast. Yeah, Jay's actually asking. Um, oh, what games? Um, yeah. I'm I'm going to the Bills game, and I don't know with with this hurricane that just hit. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to even go to New Orleans now. So I may have to swap that around and see what else I can come up with. Okay, very good. Oh, shout out to MD Peel Peel. Much appreciated for the. Okay for the super chat it's awesome in the comments all day every day and in, in the youtube comments i love it man his 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 insight on iowa players is right? out, outstanding impressive uh, so we just done uh, a couple prospects from iowa well actually one prospect uh the center prospect from iowa that looks really good and tyler lindenbaum and then also the running back uh bryce uh hall or oh. Brees hall i'm sorry Brees hall um, from Iowa State, I want to say. Yeah, Iowa State. So, yeah, his knowledge of Iowa players is spot on. Yeah, and just look out for my 2025 mock draft. It'll be coming out here very soon. <laughs> That's awesome, Gene. Hey, we're going to we're gonna have you prepped and ready for uh, for this upcoming draft, man. We got... Yeah, we got man. Much- you, you guys make me look like an expert, man. When I just... All I got to do is pick up one of your videos and watch it. And then I just know what I'm talking about. Thank you for doing the work for me. I appreciate uh, you guys. No, no problem, man. Just check out our mock draft. Hey, we we got it right. You know, we had Joe Tryon at 32. That's so, right. You know, just just. Stay I think tuned. didn't you guys have Trask too? No, we didn't have Trask. We didn't do it like a two round. Oh, mock. oh okay, we, okay. We just um, we talked about Trask. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, you Joe Tryon. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> smile. They were all upset. I'm like, no. What are you guys talking about? This is a good opportunity. Yeah, yeah. But Tryon was our, our guy from pretty much the start. We just felt like he was a good fit, perfect fit for this game. Obviously, it's showing. Uh, so, yeah. Um, anything else that we wanted to touch on before we wrap it up? Uh, I just want to, sh- real quick, I want to shout out Bucks Report. Uh, you guys are awesome over there. Uh, Smack Apparel, I'm rocking the new, going for two, going for two, going for two um, Bucks, Bucks T, uh, Tampa Bay Bucks. So, um Really looking forward to the season, and let's get it going. Hell yeah. yeah. Everyone, yeah, like, enjoy. It's going to be fun. I can't – I mean, this Thursday night's going to be – not this Thursday, but next Thursday night's going to yeah. be insane. Yeah, oh, but absolutely. One last thing, if you made it this late into the, the show, yeah, obviously we have Trask video coming out later, and we want to eventually start breaking down that no-huddle offensive performance Work just showing – what could happen in this season, which would be fantastic if they keep bringing that into the season. So if you got to say this late, there you go. <laughs> got something to look forward to. There you yeah, go. Absolutely. So again, just uh, one more time, shout out to all the people in the chat, everyone watching this video, much appreciated. If you can on the way out, give us a like, give us a thumbs up, do all the good stuff. Subscribe. If you haven't leave some comments, what you think. And uh, you know, if you want, you know, a certain prospect to be looked at, you know, from college or, or a certain player, you know, to be looked at from the Bucks. Let us know. Uh, we'll do our best to, uh, you know, put that in the works. So with that said, guys, 
Everyone have a great night. Again, that shout out to Gene. Thank you so much. Go Bucks. Oh uh, yeah, go Bucks. Go Bucks. <laughs>